Football fans far and wide, welcome to the Football v. Football podcast, a show about American football and English football. In today's episode, we'll be discussing American football, the NFL. With the fantasy season upon us, we'll be discussing position rankings, starting with running backs. So in this ranking, this is something you won't find anywhere else. I've been playing fantasy football for over 20 years, and over that time I've seen the arc of what happens to running backs throughout the season and what aspects of their skill set are valuable and enduring, and I'll share that at the end of the podcast. So without further ado, let's get started with the fantasy running back rankings. So, as you can see here at number 32, we have Cam Akers from the Los Angeles Rams. So he's entering his third year, but has already been injured a lot. He's the starter on the depth chart and is going to have some initial opportunities and definitely has some skill. But, you know, um, he's been fortunate that the rookie uh, Kyron Williams hasn't played all preseason also, um, he has De- Darrell Henderson right behind him, so it'll be tough to keep the job. But again, he does have uh, skill and opportunity at the moment, so Cam Akers at 32. Next at 31, Ezekiel Elliott from the Dallas Cowboys. Um, he was once a great running back. Uh, but may have, you know, essentially uh, career-ending um, injuries that we'll, we'll possibly uh, see soon. It, it just seems like last year he really slowed down and um, wasn't the back that he, he once was. Uh, I'm much higher on his now backup, uh, Tony Pollard, who is... A, in my belief, a better runner, a better pass catcher, and you'll see where he ranks a bit later in the order here. So, Ezekiel Elliott at 31. At 30 here, we have Saquon Barkley from the New York Giants. And in my opinion, it's it's a real shame what, what happened to this guy in the NFL uh, he has so much skill and promise, but he's he's just had so many injuries, hasn't been able to stay healthy really fast, and one of the league's you know best uh, backs when healthy, um, but he's just he's he's rarely healthy, and the surrounding offense is is pretty bad, so uh, defenses um, will constantly uh, key on him. So Saquon Barkley at number 30. At 29, we have Aaron Jones from the Green Bay Packers. Um, obviously, I realize how low uh, this is going by most rankings, but uh, he is getting older with wear and tear. Um, he has A.J. Dillon as the power back behind him. And, um, you know, Aaron Rodgers is a great quarterback, but um, the receivers uh, are going to be subpar this season with the departure of Devontae Adams. So, defenses are likely to uh, stack the box and um, that's going to come to the detriment of Aaron Jones. So Aaron Jones at 29. 
at 28 here, I have Alvin Kamara from the New Orleans Saints. Um, there have been questions about uh, legal issues that he might have, um, how much he'll play this season. Um, has been a very high usage back over the years. If and when he plays, um, he's going to have a lot of people right behind him on uh, right behind him in the depth chart, like uh, Tony Jones or or Abram Smith, um, who will likely eventually uh, take his spot due to either you know suspension or injury. Um, Abram Smith, uh, I'll say especially, is is a rookie, and even though he's he's not super quick, um, he does have great vision and is a a good pass catcher. So I'd stash him um, in in a later round in your draft. So. Alvin Kamara at 28. At 27, I have Joe Mixon from the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, he's a good back, but uh, he's getting older, has wear and tear, um, injury prone, and uh, there are some pretty uh, decent running backs uh, behind him on the depth chart. So uh, 27, Joe Mixon. 26 here, I got Nick Chubb from the Cleveland Browns. Uh, it's going to be tough uh, without uh, their QB, um, Deshaun Watson, for most of the season. Uh, teams are really going to stack the box here. He also has um, Kareem Hunt to contend with. Um, if you get him, definitely handcuff him with, with uh, Kareem Hunt. Um, uh, yeah, I just think uh, Chubb is uh, getting up there in, in seasons and, and, and damage, essentially, so... I have uh, Nick Chubb at 26 here. Next, um, at 25, uh, Austin Eckler from the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, he was a great back a couple years ago, but um, has had many injuries. Uh, his build is a little bit slight. Um, he's still the starter, but I think that'll change and... You know, I project his backup a, a, a bit higher, which you'll see uh, a bit later in the rankings here. So Austin Eckler at 25. Next at 24, uh, Dalvin Cook from the Minnesota Vikings. Again, he's, he's a great running back, but very injury prone. Um, you know, uh, def, uh, definitely handcuff him with with um, his backup, Alexander Madison. Um um, in later rounds, uh, both you know, both actually are are hard to trust for a full season. Uh, Madison also uh, gets injured at times. Um, I don't believe Dalvin Cook has played an entire season before, so again, there's evidence there that um, um, he should be you know this low because um, he's not going to last full seasons. Um, so Dalvin Cook, number 24. Number 23, I have Christian McCaffrey from the Carolina Panthers. He has an undeniable uh, skill set. Um, great pass catcher, uh, great runner. Um, you know, even through college, I, you know, I used to watch him at, you know, uh, in Stanford games. But incredibly, incredibly injury prone and has had uh, too high usage uh, throughout his young career. Um, you know, if you do draft McCaffrey, definitely be sure to get uh, Chubba Hubbard, uh, his backup, um, in later rounds. Um, 
you know, obviously, you know, conventional wisdom here will say that um, he's he'll be gone by this late uh, in the draft. But uh, this is, you know, my personal value rankings, and and he seems to get injured every year. Um, you know, my my personal opinion, I think, unfortunately, this guy may end up retiring early, given all the injuries he's had. Um, I hope that's not the case, but it just kind of seems like it's trending in that direction. So. Number 23, Christian McCaffrey. At number 22 here, I have Isaiah Spiller from the Los Angeles Chargers. So he's second on the depth chart. Uh, He's a rookie. Um, And the play here is uh, if or when Eckler, uh, who's, you know, getting up there in age and, and, and seems to be a bit injury prone, moves aside, he has a ton of promise um, he's a bit of a plotter, I will say, but again, he's a rookie. Um, I, I value those very highly, um, in terms of running backs. Um, and, um, I think he'll be a lot better in terms of reliability and endurance. So, uh, 22, uh, Isaiah Spiller. At 21 here, I have Isaiah Pacheco from the Kansas City Chiefs. I know this is a bit of a surprise, but this guy, he's really good if you watch any tape. Um, The only reason he's this low is he's currently third on the depth chart, but he's extremely fast. I mean, this guy, he he runs like he's late to class. He he breaks tackles, and it's really only a matter of time before before he's the starter. Um, I really believe that. I think at some point this season he he will start. Uh, so at 21, Isaiah Pacheco. At number 20 here, we have uh, Hassan Haskins uh, from the Tennessee Titans. Um, he's a rookie. He's currently second on the depth chart, but um, there's a pretty packed uh, running back room with young guys and, of course, Derrick Henry ahead of him. Um, Derrick Henry, <laughs> again, I think, will get injured at some point, um, just like he does every year. Um and, uh, you know, Haskins is a, a tremendous back that will get uh, opportunities at some point. I'm pretty confident in that. So, uh, number 20, Hassan Haskins. And number 19, J.K. Dobbins from the Baltimore Ravens. So, he's the starter here. He's number one on the depth chart. He's still young as a uh, third-year back that didn't play much last year or, or at all. Um, he's still a second-year essentially in terms of uh, usage so he's had some injury issues um, but he's you know showed uh, a lot of promise and um, is a great back I think he'll um, he'll excel this year so JK Dobbins at number 19 so number 18 and 17 here I'm gonna do something a little different which is a pick one or both which is both of the Chicago Bears running backs, David Montgomery and Khalil Herbert. Uh, so both of these, you know, Chicago Bears running backs, um, it's a great young backfield, I think, with Montgomery uh, in his fourth year and Herbert in his second year. Um, I anticipate this being a very run-heavy um, offense, given the the poor receivers and the young quarterback in, in Justin Fields, so I think this is going to be a great spot for both of these guys. Again, uh, 
I'm going to say this is both 17 and 18. Pick one or both. David Montgomery and Khalil Herbert. Again here, I'm going to have at 16 and 15, the New England Patriots backfield, Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson. Um, again, both great young backs. Uh, Harris is a fourth year back, but only played um, two seasons, I think, as a starter. So essentially a third year. Um, and Stevenson, this is his second year. Um, and, you know, uh, their coach, Bill Belichick, has some weird rotations with running backs, but... Uh, both of them are really good, and I'm anticipating a run-heavy offense. Um, also, I would you know, advocate for um, the third-string uh, rookie running back, uh, Pierre Strong, here. Um, he looks good, and in, I think he fits in a uh, third-down back role. Uh, but again, he, he might be buried too deep in the, in the depth chart, and um, you know the coach may play others ahead of him like uh, Montgomery, Taylor, Kevin Harris. Uh, it's pretty it's pretty packed behind Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson, but um, I would say I would put both of these guys at number 16 and 15 as a pick one or both. Next at 14 and 13, another pick one or both. This is a Seattle Seahawks backfield: Rashad Penny and Kenneth Walker. Um, this is going to be a very very run heavy offense um i am a you know seattle seahawks supporter and um i've been tracking how this offseason has has been going um uh, they're gonna start uh, geno smith at quarterback which um we'll see how that goes but essentially that means this is going to be a very very run heavy um offense um you know i, I would have put walker much higher um, but, uh, he's been injured all preseason and it's, you know, potentially serious for the first few games I'm hearing. Um, you know, coach Pete Carroll, you know, always gives mixed uh, signals with this kind of stuff. Um, and, you know, because, you know, Penny's in front of him and he was the best back, uh, in the league for the, um, the last, um, maybe five games or six games of last season. Um, but for, you know, three and a half years before that, he was constantly injured. And, you know, if I'm being honest here, um, watching the preseason DJ Dallas, even their third string guy looks good and might be a great late round pick or even an undrafted uh, pick. So um, Rashad Penny and Kenneth Walker here at uh, 14 and 13, uh, pick one or both. Again here, uh, the last one I'll, I'll have of these is the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers uh, backfield um, with Najee Harris and uh, Jalen Warren. Um, whichever one you get, I mean, get the other one as a handcuff for sure. Um, both are great, and I think this will truly be a 50-50 split um, with Harris uh, doing the, the first and second down work and then Warren getting third down work which includes you know pass catching so the points will even out with PPR there um you know uh Najee is a, is a second year with with uh Warren being a a rookie um you know I can see Najee getting hurt at some point later um in the season uh 
given he's a bruising back and I hear there are uh, rumors of a, a leg injury he, he has already. So, um, but if he does stay healthy, he's going to be very valuable, but also Jalen Warren will be as well. So at 11 and 12 here, I have uh, Najee Harris and Jalen Warren pick one or both. And number 10 here, uh, Tony Pollard from the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, this is a guy I'm uh, very high on. I think he's been tremendously underutilized uh, throughout his career. Um, he's currently, you know, second in the depth chart behind Zeke. Um, it's his fourth year. Um, I think he'll really be unleashed this year. Um, as I mentioned before, Zeke's been breaking down. Uh, Pollard has one of the highest uh, yards per touch in the league. He's a great pass catcher, um, and there's really no reason why he shouldn't be um, utilized this uh, this year. Um, so Tony Pollard, number 10. Number nine, I have DeAndre Swift from the Detroit Lions. Um, he's a great back. He's first on the depth chart. It's his third year. Um, tremendous at both uh, pass catching and running, and I think he's he's primed for a great year. So DeAndre Swift at number nine. Number eight, uh, I have Jonathan Taylor from the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, he, he's a third year back. Um, tremendous finish to last season. He's explosive, uh, relatively young, and had, you know hasn't taken a ton of damage yet. So um, I think he's he, he's a great pick. Uh, so Jonathan Taylor at number eight. At number seven, I have Zamir White from the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, he's currently second on the depth chart behind uh, Josh Jacobs, um, who's now in his fourth year. Uh, Zamir White is a is, is a rookie, um, but you know Josh Jacobs has taken a lot of damage throughout the years, and and the coach has given him. Um, kind of weird rotations in in the preseason um playing him a lot during the the beginning preseason games which they usually do to um backup players so um watching tape of uh Zamir he's he's great at breaking tackles and getting those uh those short yards when needed um I think Jacobs will you know eventually either uh, get injured or be supplanted by uh Zamir White and uh you know to top it off uh Zamir White's got a great nickname in, in, in Zeus, so I think he's going to excel this year. Uh, Zamir White at uh, number seven. Number six here, I have Brees Hall from the New York Jets. Um, he's in one of the best situations of all the uh, uh, the rookies here. He was um, uh, drafted very highly by this team. Uh, he's number one already in the depth chart. Um there's a second-year guy behind him, Michael Carter. Um, I will say, you know, watching some uh, Brees Hall uh, tape, um, he's not a tremendous runner. He's going to have uh, great opportunities, um, but his, you know, his offensive line isn't great. Um, this is one guy who I think is going to get more and more comfortable as the season goes on. But because he's a rookie, he's going to be very durable. He's going to have a lot of opportunity. So Brees Hall at number six. Number five, I have James Cook um, from the Buffalo Bills. So this is uh, Dalvin Cook's uh, brother. He's second on the Bills' depth chart uh, behind uh, Devin Singletary. 
Um, he looks like a great uh, pass catcher uh, for more points in PPR. Um, you know, looking at Devin Singletary and Zach Moss, who are, um, you know, both around him on the depth chart, uh, they were pretty average last year. So I see James Cook um, overtaking them pretty soon. Uh, so James Cook at number five. Coming down here to the top four, I have at number four, uh, Tyler Algier uh, from the Atlanta Falcons. He's second on the depth chart behind uh, Cordero Patterson, who had a great year last year. But, um, you know, I just think something has to give with Patterson this year. Uh, He has too much damage, very high usage, uh, did everything for them, and had an exceptional season. Um, And when I say that, I mean as, you know, an exception to the rule. Um, he had an anomalous season. I don't think he's going to repeat that. So um, uh, Tyler looks explosive in a lot of the, the preseason games, um, and I just think he's bound to take that job. So number four, Tyler Algier. Number three, I got Javante Williams from the Denver Broncos. Um, he's first on the depth chart. He's a second-year guy, great runner, great pass catcher, really exceptional. Um, I think um, his backup, Melvin Gordon, will fade this year, and Williams will get a lot of touches. Um, He was somewhat preserved last year given he was splitting carries with Gordon. So I think um, his usage um, was uh, not where it could be. So um, he was – I think he's going to be in line for – a lot of work uh, this year, and I think he's going to do very well. So Javante Williams at number three. Now we're into the top two here. At number two, I have uh, Travis Etienne from the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, this guy's first on the depth chart, um, right ahead of James. He moved right ahead of James Robinson. He's essentially a rookie because he didn't play last year. He runs. Um, a little bit taller, and I think just personally should probably, you know, uh, bend the legs a little bit for more leverage. But he's one of the fastest running backs I've ever seen. Him and, um, you know, Saquon Barkley in college um, were the only two backs um, that I've seen that run faster than the cameraman could follow them, uh, which was just kind of crazy. Um, so, again, like I mentioned, he has James Robinson behind him who started last year. Uh, but Etienne, you know, he's also a great pass catcher, so he'll get a lot of PPR points. Um, I think he's going to do uh, really, really well in the league this year. So Travis Etienne at number two. Finally, at number one, Damian Pierce from the Houston Texans. First on the depth chart. He's a rookie with no damage. Texans uh, just cut his supposed backup Marlon Mack, so he has an exceptional opportunity here. He has tremendous burst, tremendous cutting, tremendous speed. He's in a great situation. Um, He has subpar backs behind him like uh, Rex Burkhead, Uh, so there's a ton of promise here. I think he's in for a great, great year. He's going pretty... um, uh, late and in a lot of drafts so uh, if you can snag this guy early I think that would be uh, great great value so I'm, I'm putting Damian Pierce at number one 
Um, some other folks here I, I will mention that didn't make the list. Um, most importantly is uh, Brian Robinson from the Washington Commanders. So I had initially had him as the second overall running back on this list until there was some recent news that came out that he was uh, shot multiple times in a, in a carjacking attempt. Um, reports are the injuries, um, you know, are not life-threatening, and, and um, he's hopefully going to be okay. And uh, Coach Rivera is even projecting him to play at some point this season. So, uh, you know, wishing him a, a speedy recovery. Um from a fantasy perspective, um, and his career, it's really, you know, unfortunate, uh, obviously, uh, he was set to take over from Antonio Gibson. Gibson was going to be demoted after, you know, a really bad training camp in preseason. Um, I hear that the, the coaching staff was, was set to use Gibson more on special teams, uh, and he's aging as well. Uh, Robinson in the preseason as a rookie showed amazing ability as a runner and pass catcher. Uh, he looked exceptional and bound for a great season uh, with a great opportunity. Um, you know, again, prayers for for a speedy recovery. But this is this is one player to track and maybe um, stash uh, in in the late round. Another you know honorable mention is uh, Kyron Williams from the Los Angeles Los Angeles Rams, who I had mentioned earlier. He's a rookie. He hasn't played during the preseason. He has Cam Akers and Darrell Henderson ahead of him who are both injury-prone, so he's another one to, to keep your eye on. Um, another honorable mention is uh, Tyrion Davis-Price from the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, he's second on the depth chart. He's a rookie. The only reason he's this low is you know, their coach, Coach Shanahan, has uh, very strange running back rotations. Um, there's other, you know, promising young guys on this list like Elijah Mitchell and, and Jordan Mason, but um, it just seems like uh, Tyrion would be in line to start if uh, Mitchell gets injured. Uh, Tyrion is really, you know, hit or miss on on most runs. His good runs and catches are fantastic, but there are some plays he seems to read his protection incorrectly and, and runs um, into piles. So. Um, he's just one to keep your eye on as well as the season progresses. And the last honorable mention I'll mention here is uh, Rashad White from the Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers. He's a rookie. He's second on the depth chart. He isn't um, explosive, but again, um, he's a rookie. And with Fournette, uh, uh, you know, the lead guy, Leonard Fournette, uh, uh, being older in front of him, uh, you know, Rashad White could eventually get an opportunity this season. Um, so those are my honorable mentions. Um, just a note here, I'm sure, you know, many of you are uh, looking back on this and thinking this might sound crazy, but the goal is to win a championship and be formidable throughout the fantasy playoffs in the end of the year. And many of these veteran running backs that have one taken a a lot of damage over the years at the most physically taxing position and uh, two have very high usage and very likely to be injured many weeks of the season and rendered useless for your team. You know, we see it every year. Um, so I never draft running backs like Derrick Henry who uh, fit all those categories. Um, plus, you know, they aren't skilled pass catchers or utilized in that aspect, which would at least give you extra points in PPR. Um, so what you've you know essentially seen here is um, rookie running backs in team situations that are set to start are the most valuable because they've taken 
the least amount of damage in the NFL and are least likely to get injured and thus uh, give you the best value over the entire 16, 17, 18 week season to deliver your team a fantasy championship. So, um, yes, those veterans are going higher in most rankings and will give you good returns early in the season. But as the season goes on, um, they will lose their uh, value uh, like they always do. Uh, so rookies are most valuable. Second years are second uh, on that tier. Third years are third and so on. Um, uh, you know, with pass catching backs or third down backs offering great value as well, since uh, most leagues are PPR at this point. So uh, that'll bring this first episode to a uh, conclusion here. So thanks so much for, you know, tuning in today for the inaugural episode of the football v football podcast um i have some of the uh, websites up here um you can follow us on instagram um at uh, football underscore v under underscore football um on twitter um uh, we're at f ball v f ball um also um, on YouTube, uh, which you'll uh, uh, be seeing uh, shortly, um, again, Football v. Football is the YouTube channel. Um, for the podcast side of it, um, you can find us on Anchor uh, at, again, Football v. Football. And finally, um, if you'd like to uh, you know, support this podcast, be very grateful. Uh, you can do so on uh, Kofi here. Um, the page is ko-fi.com slash football v football. So thanks again, everyone, and have a fantastic day, football fans.